that's a good image to go live on. Is your face mostly covered by the mic? Yeah. Hello. That's the one you meant. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. How are you doing? I'm sure there's at least two of you out there at the moment. Maybe one. I don't know. Oh, are you kidding? There's. I mean, I can see the pitchforks and the torches already. So you smell that? Uh, well, I was going to say one of those pitchforks is mine. So because Well, you have yeah, that's a surprise to nobody. No, I was telling them before the broadcast, I was more or less okay with this list, except for Summer Night being on that rank with those two. And then as I come to find out that the fact that it's to the right of it means it's behind those two, absolutely unacceptable. So you think Summer Night is ranked too low? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, because he was on my side in this. Uh-huh. I know this will be super interesting now that there's four of us and no tiebreakers. So <laughs> get ready for episode three of this, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we have five books to go with possible fiddling of what we've done previously. Maybe, possibly. I don't know. We didn't really decide whether that's allowed or not. So, five books in an hour. So, what? You're saying Summer Nights in A? Is that what you're going for? Yeah, I would put it as an A, but I mean, if it's not going to be an A, if it has to be on there, it, I, it, I don't see it as behind Grave Peril and Blood Rites. Uh, that to me is, I think it's easily the most tightly written book of the early books, and it's the one that really opens up the world to the point where it's like, oh, this isn't just an insular thing. We're going to be going places, and that to me makes it that much more impactful. I also, uh, I think the uh, the fighting in it is better than in Blood Rights by a country mile. <laughs> you know, like the actual conflicts. Like really? the political conflicts or the actual combat? Both. Fair. Better, better than the Scourge. Better than that entire sequence? Yeah. Like, yeah. because that sequence is climax, all... Finally, fine, that, sequence, but... that sequence is only good for the turkey. Like, it's a great moment, but the rest of that sequence is, I mean, I've always, I've always disliked that sequence because of Inari. That's me. I think she's kind of like just annoying in that moment. No, yeah, we're talking about like three different things, apparently. So, yeah. So, I mean, sure, the, the kerfuffle with Lara and Thomas and all of that stuff and the turkey, funny, and sets up a joke that we can't wait to pay off 10 years later, apparently. Because mm -hmm. that needed to be a thing. But what I was talking about, like, literally getting to the garage with Kincaid and Murphy and them all the way through to the end of, buddy, you still haven't, you know, as far as like, oh, I've never really seen a wizard cut loose before, you know. So even though weapon. Dresden's literally got his arm dangling and he's like, yeah, that that was still me holding back, even though he's bluffing. And we all know that. But Kincaid mm -hmm. didn't or at least pretended not to. Versus also like the the like duel for lack of a better word in the deeps isn't necessarily as flashy as say the duel in the deeps part two electric boogaloo, mm -hmm. but yeah I think it's still fun to see them you know kind of like maneuvering right you know it's all <laughs> it's all it's all about like you know the whole like Murphy and Mister Dresden dealing with Lord Wraith and all of that nonsense and 
uh, and everything. And this is the one where we get the bouncy ball, right? So uh, Blood Rites is where that happens, where yeah. Dresden and Lara escape on a bouncy ball. What? No, that's no, deep. No. Yeah, I was going to say. Because this one, because yes, this no, one, yeah. she's she's taking him over in this one. She doesn't have to escape anything. Yeah, I thought he made it out through the portal with everybody else. That's why I I was confused. So yeah. Oh yeah, no, and in, in White Knight, that was because Lara was about to feed on him at the end. Um, yeah, he said, "Kiss me because I need some power," and he used left the power that the bouncy ball balloon parachute thing, and they destroyed the house. Destroyed the deeps, but yeah, yeah. It, Yes, so. but it also like they like catapulted into the the basement of the house and did significant damage there. Gotcha. Well. And that's when he she he was demanding retribution or wear guilt as much as she could give for all of the people she knowingly let die with the scabies. Hmm. Right. Okay. You need to well, anyway, for that book again. Yeah, probably. So. I probably sitting there being like, oh my God, we're doing it again. But the duel is cool. And here's Camp Kaboom. And I guess the bouncy ball scene is cool. You know, We talked about this. So what, I just, you're, so what you're saying is White Knight should be lower? No, no. I I think we did it dirty enough. Like, I think it's, it's, it's got really good. Or first on yeah. Frontier. Yeah, like... White Knight has really good moments. And as Cody had pointed out after the show last time, or, or I got the message after the show, whatever the timing was, um, you know, the scene with, uh, with Elaine is really great as well. Right. You know, the, the fact that she just completely blows half of the building off shooting the Scavis off into the parking lot as Harry's getting there to save her, you know, quote unquote, it's like, you know, I don't need saving, <laughs> you know, almost did, but I don't. You know, like it, White Knight has really good moments. I just, it, like, to borrow your turn of phrase for Summer Night, it wasn't very tightly written, right? In my opinion. Well, that's the you same know, thing just, I feel about Blood Rights, is it's got that good moment with the hospital, the blood bank, and the rest of it's just kind of like, meh, to me. Okay. So you would, you would definitely argue that Blood Rights needs to go lower then. Just to get that extra inch for Summer Night. Well, I, I mean, I don't... Summer Night is ahead of those two either way for me. And yeah. I I'm, I mean, I have it up a tier anyway. But right. at, at a minimum, it's ahead of those two. So kind of trying to borrow tactics like we did for last episode then. So like small favor proven guilty. Are you happy with those being A-tiered? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's... Okay. I, I, the top ones are the top ones. Like I was saying, I mean, I understand mm -hmm. why changes is its own category. I think it's a little meme, -y, but I get it. It's, you know, yes, we got to get the clickbait somewhere. <laughs> um, I mean, I, the top four being what they are, are fairly interchangeable to me. Sure. Um, so it really does. I don't really see a difference between S and A all that much. If the positions were slipped, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. So sure. To me, that's fairly, it's really just B tier. Dead. So would you, so in your estimation then, since you didn't get a chance to speak last episode, right? Would you say Summer Night is the bottom of A tier or would you go even higher than that? As far as the way I like it, I would say it's 
probably in between those two, but if I'm being as objective as possible, yeah, it's the it's not better than small favor and proven guilty. No. Mm-hmm. It's personally up there for me, but it's not it's not yeah, it would be the bottom of the A tier at the ve- or again, the very top of B tier at worst. Um is anybody swayed by his arguments? I, I don't know as- if Summer Night belongs next to Small Favor and Proven Guilty, but I do really like that book. Maybe Top of B here, in my opinion. Based, based off of some of the stuff that we argued before for like Grave Peril, for example, like I think that, so Grave Peril obviously sets up the Vampire War, which carries all the way through changes, right? It also sets up a huge chunk of the world, especially in the mo- the mortal realm, right? And we did get some flack about Summer Night, you know, because it sets up the fairy side of things, which are also very important. So that's why I'm like, I personally am open to reassessing that. But I don't know if we want to, certainly we don't want to rehash like everything. Um, But the only only one to rehash. Yeah, the only other thing is I, I personally think Full Moon is still worse than Stormfront. And I, <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't, I don't think that's a particularly uh, 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 hot take. You just, you just gonna let Cody take jabs the entire episode? Is that what we're doing? So, all I right. Just, so, I just assumed that he was, he, he agreed with me that summer night needed to be much higher. So that's how <laughs> I choose to interpret that statement. Fair, fair. All right, so. Do we want to move it all the way up to the top of B? Do we really think that it's better than Grave Peril as far as like what it brings? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's where it's supposed to be. He wasn't here last time. (laughs) Two of us do, one of us doesn't, and I guess it's up to you, Justin. I mean, I think it it should be. Can we move it down to C? Yeah. I I mean yeah a B minus or whatever you want to call it we could do that but I mean I I think I might be amenable like so blood rights I have a soft spot but you know for particular scenes right we've definitely talked about you know like um, from my first read through and every time I kind of describe the series you know when people get to it I think Death Masks has the best ending of the books up to a point, right? Like, obviously I, I probably should go reevaluate it in the entirety and whatever, but death masks has the best ending because that's where you get asteroid Dresden, you know, and the black staff showing you what subtle looks like, you know, and then um, blood rights has the best start, you know, because everybody knows how it starts, whether you know, it's in blood rights or not, the building was on fire and it wasn't my fault, you know, is up there with, you know, they took her Dresden, you know, or whatever, you know, the opening line of changes and whatnot, you know, so it's, it's just like, um, Blood Rites has a lot of nostalgia and a lot of, you know, I, it's a lot of fun, you know, in my opinion. Um, but as far as like what, what they bring to the whole overarching Dresden verse and whatnot, I would say that Summer Night definitely brings a whole lot more. So I'd move it up a notch, you know, I might go as far as B plus, you know, and put it in the front, but I don't. I still don't quite think it's A tier. Um, Summer so night. Carol and Gregor and Red Rides both have that feeling of whiplash of like, oh yeah, that happened in this book. Of like, we're dropping between this, the two different A and B plots so fast that you kind of can't keep track of it. Summer night doesn't do that. That is something sure, of quality yeah. that it is. It is tighter. It is more contained. It is the action movie thriller book. 
So I would say quality-wise, perhaps it shows up. I don't think, I mean, there are scenes, right? Like obviously the Walmart scene and things like that, that is very action movie quality. Um, all the way from having their conversation where he finally brings Murphy in through the end of, you know, Chainsaw Massacre Murphy and everything like that, right? And the sterno can and all of that shit is great. Um, the, the end, of course, is very Narnia, you know, for lack of a better comparison, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? You know, the armies show up and there's fucking lions and centaurs and elves and pixies and who knows what else, you know? Um, so, like, I get that, too. Um, yeah, for me, and like I mentioned last time, right, Summer Night, to me, is unique in the sense that it's the first one that he gets to the end and he's actually, like, fit for battle, you know? So, like, it's it's kind of unique in that regard. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not convinced that I'd move it to an A tier personally is what I'm saying, but I could see it being bumped over blood rights or yeah, I, I wouldn't put blood rights down to a C or anything like that, but no, no, I, will compromise. I will compromise again, as long as it does not leave the B tier. <laughs> so we're moving so it, it, it doesn't have to leave the B tier, but oh, honestly, it should move, be moved down. <laughs> okay, Andreas, you've 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 mentioned this a lot. Tell us tell us why you hate it because I'm not sure if I've got it in my mind why you dislike this like, book. So I don't think like, that's what I I think that's why I said that why I was willing to compromise so much on this. It was like I cannot tell you exactly what it is about that book that I do not like like. It is just one of the ones that I distinctly enjoy the least on a reread. It's just like I'm just like Okay, I'm rereading. I gotta get like I like all the books. Like this is again relative to the rest of the files. Please don't shoot me, Jim. I love your books, but it's just, <laughs> it's one of those where it's like I just I just want to get past this so I can get to stuff I enjoy more. Well, and okay, I mean if you if you don't have anything in mind, that's one thing. But I I just I, realized so it probably it probably should be an S tier for the audio quality. Because this is the one where Marster swears, so you know, like if that's the case, then all right, no. meme tier, put it up with changes. Couple, <laughs> right. couple of things I, I, th I think I can say that the, the, the thing about it, like, I don't, I don't particularly care in this book about all the, you know, the kids he's helping that much. Oh, I, I definitely don't really don't care. Either, but... Yeah, well, uh, it, it really? just, it, and, it yeah, seemed kind of wasted in a lot of because they're recurring yeah. characters. In this book, I'm kind of like, eh, right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we were trying to get some subversions and we were trying to get like some Cinderella story stuff, especially with Fix, um, you know, because Fix is like the most forgettable member of the group. Right. And then he winds up being the most powerful out of them at the end and everything. But, you know, like Meryl was a tragedy and a waste, you know, for a lot of people, um, you know, and just all of that stuff. But like just... what they add to the story is just like. Yay, changelings get to pick. Like that's what <laughs> that's what they had to the story. So I mean but. it does I mean there's more than just the changeling nature of them that they have to choose or not, but also the way that they're called. Toot wouldn't be able to describe that in the way that uh, Ace and Merrill and Six could. Right. Well, it you're you're saying toot toot, right? Yeah, yeah, because and he was yeah. He's, when they he's wild summoned face, him with so... the pizza, he was wild face. Like, well, where are you going to go? Like, they're being called with the whatever. Like, they were trying to protect themselves and their tiny little attempted at an army. But right. Meryl and Ace and Fix were trying to resist 
the call of the queens as they're trying to draw the lines. Like that is, it's not quite the same as the changeling nature that you see more with Maven Sarissa later. Right. I mean, I love the fairies, and Summer Night is all about the fairies, and and like, there's so many different that's, aspects that we see of it. That's another thing that's kind of like a counter for me. I'm not a big fae fan. So what you're saying is you don't believe in fairies? I'm not a big like fairy fan in the rest of the Like, does fairy-centric stories uh -huh. are usually... Andreas, you're about to be cancelled. You don't like fairies. You said it like six times. I think the implication you're making there is more cancelable than me saying I don't like fairies in the rest of the files. Yeah. But <laughs> so we can get the audio clip and we can post it everywhere. <laughs> Jeez. European communist says so yeah, like it's, it's, that's like some of the concrete things I can think about. I think the it does have a, like a really, 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 really cool battle. Uh, it's got that going for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, just like, you don't like fairies, but what about Mab? He threatens her with iron the first time he meets her. Yeah, I mean, are you assuming I'm a huge Mab fan? Or... She's asking, so oh, okay. like, what's I mean, not to be a fan about? That he has right then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Mab is a character. Like, well, to be fair, he doesn't know who she is. She just, he just knows right. she's a fairy at that moment, and then he shits his pants when he realizes yeah. what he did. Yes, he didn't know, but he he knew that like, that was uh, very powerful. Um, and then he bargains with her. He's attempting to be clever. He attempts to find all of the loopholes and he does a decent job. And she points out the one that he didn't think of, which was fight. Um, and then we get Rashid and the whole white council and all of that arguing in the beginning. And, and th those hints that like Marcel Liberty talking to Ebenezer, you know what he was meant to be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Honestly, though, like the this has I mean, there's not a lot to choose from, but this has some of my favorite Rashid moments anyway, because this is the first time that you see him confront Harry and threaten to kill him before he does it again in turncoat, you know, basically, you know, where it's like, uh, you know, if if you had chosen this the easier path, I would have killed you myself, you know, and then in turncoat the whole like, you can't do this. It's a suicide mission. He's like, how about now? And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, anyway, you're still to the island. You don't know what you did. Yeah, and he really didn't. No, of course he didn't. Because still doesn't just really. Just like with Mab, he didn't know what the fuck he was doing when he was threatening her with fire. Right. So to put a slight pin in this, I'm happy to leave Summer Night where it is under the yeah. implicit general idea that it's basically one in one a with grave peril. If that's okay with everyone. <laughs> okay, we can move on I, to the next one. Yeah. I'll allow it. So since Andreas hates fairies so much, I think we should talk about another fairy book. So well, aren't we up to uh Yeah, cold days. <laughs> no, Funny enough, we still, oh, we still, we still have the much, much worse book first. Why is that all the way down there? I had these in order at once upon a time, but whatever. So Fairies has really oh, grown I, on you it's I because one, yeah. it's because I had done this last nope, time, I think. Good. Put so. it there. Leave it. No. Leave it where it is. <laughs> no. Leave it. All yeah. right, we're not uh, now. I'm just going to mute and call me in 20 minutes when you guys have, like, vanquished each other or, like, you know. This book doesn't get enough credit. Okay. Why? Why does this book not get this enough credit? This is where I love Molly the most. I love seeing okay. her damaged. Because she has yeah, yeah. realized of all you of You got the... a fetish. We get it. I mean, she's not the only one, I'm sure. 
Hey, I remember. Rags doesn't really do it for me. You know, like anyway, no. Listen, some people like that strung out crack core look, apparently. I don't know. I mean, as creepy as she was, but like the the moment when when she starts talking to Harry at uh, Murphy's place and he says, I'm come to find my killer. And she says, have you come to take me away? Right. It just kind of lays it out right there. But her fear, her guilt, everything's right. That kind of encapsulates a lot of like, I like it now that she's taken the plunge and she's lost something. She's been really damaged and she can get better out of it. She's at her lowest point in a lot of ways. And so is everyone else. That is really important. And for Dresden to see the after effects of losing him. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It, it I, was a very important transition from he's the guy who's there to save everything. And like, yeah, they still need the guy who's going to save everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that. so that meeting, it, the whole thing, in my opinion, is great because I mean, you're talking about damage, but I think it, it, Murphy doesn't get enough credit for how she's mm. handling it either. Right. Because she's gone into total officer bitch mode, right? You see her threaten, was it Matt? What's what's the chick's name? The the white court vampire? Felicia. Felicia. Yeah. So you see her threaten her and, you know, playing around with Marcone's people I mean, and just. Not just threaten. Know. I think she smashed her face into a table. Yeah. Right? Did she? Something, or something yeah, like no. that. Or punched her. Yeah, no, she, it was. like. She yeah. sent anyone, everyone else away from the room and made it clear what Felicia was really offering and trying to get from Murphy, which was sex because power. And it, yeah, she smashed her face into a table, I think drew blood and then kicked her out of the house. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, off, let's face it, officer bitch mode is just default setting, so it's fine. Well, I mean, you could argue that it's like a return to her roots, but this is a different, you know, like this, she's officer bitch mode, but she's not like completely like devoid of listening to logic like she was in full moon right no in it's, full it's, moon it's she would not listen to anything yeah that's the karen haircut really no but i don't think um, it was a karen haircut i think it was more like a her name is karen or? every haircut she I has know, is a but, karen haircut uh, but it wasn't <laughs> but yeah so come on um and sir stewart Right. The the climax, the, the climactic battle, in my opinion, is one of the best ones, especially like you get down to the end and he's just like, B, you know, and he just like wills himself back into existence for like 30 seconds or whatever. And um, yeah, I'm conflating. Evil Bob. Yeah. Yeah. The I whole, mean, you know, storming Normandy with magic. So, yes. the uh, Yes. Why would, I, I mean, wanna, I don't, why would you want to put a director no yeah this is going to be a problem so yes i probably put b because i think wow. i enjoy small favor and driven guilty more that's surprisingly reasonable i was expecting a for sure so and eg would put it if right no, I, i'll <laughs> here it comes guys this is going to be immortal right here it's forever <laughs> the problem with this book to me has always been this seems like the one of the I it might be the only Dresden but I mean I hate peace talks too and we've got time to get to that but this seems like a book that was written um, 
where where the circumstances were written specifically um, for Harry's circumstance rather than Harry's circumstance fitting into the plot that would have already naturally been occurring. Like it always seemed a little too uh, convenient to me that he's a ghost now and there just happens to be this ghostly activity going around to perfectly suit what he is now, more or less. Uh, add to the fact that it was uh, as far as villains and, and the overall plan and plot and all that. I don't think it's uh, it is kind particularly of controversial to say how weak it is compared to every other one. I think it is kind of explained well in the world with how he's kind of He's kind of kept on ice until the right circumstances, and then they put him in. Yes, the circumstances that Uriel yeah. was working to bring about in exactly the right way in order to save Fitz and all the kids yeah. and Molly and everyone else. I was like, gonna, I was gonna joke that it's part of the White God's ineffable plan. Well, yeah, yeah so. and that, that <laughs> Harry was where he needed to be when he needed to be there. Things, things like <laughs> yeah. that don't. I don't. Uh, I, 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 I don't really. Those don't impress me. Sure. <laughs> and if, Ineffable plans don't. It's, oh, you were there because the prophecy said you had to be. It's like, oh, great. Thanks. Yeah. Also, also the backstory that we, we get to see Justin Demore when when Harry was a kid. We get to like right. Leah having the. <laughs> what happens if the bad guy gets him? She wants. She wins. I love that one yeah. so much. <laughs> right. No, there are the, the Leah stuff is good. The the Inez and Eternal Silence stuff is is pretty good. Mm-hmm. We get the to see end, the way behind. It, the the end and what that opens up is good. So, so it's if just I'm a being little as, too contrived for you. If I'm oh it's very contrived well, for me. He, and the low, he and hates the, the fit stuff. All of it. I do which hate I, I generally agree with. Like the there are very terrible. there are very few things out of that entire story that have paid off or added anything whatsoever to the Dresden files. In in fact, the only two things that I would even give some like partial credit to is seeing Daniel, which is still a waste, and the scene with Fort Hill and the uh, Angel of Death, right? Like that is poignant, if not useful to moment, you know the Dresden it files. Is, is, well, it's not even a character moment, really. I mean, Dresden gets to know, but then he doesn't really remember a lot of what happened while he was a ghost anyway, because that's how that works. And yeah, and so like the... it's in the scheme of the Dresden files, it's kind of a throwaway scene still. But for yeah, but us, it's, it's important, you know. Yeah, but for us, the reader, it's very good. All of that is good character moments. Like, they sure. Even if you, you know, Dresden doesn't get to remember, we get to experience these. Like, we get some very good character development with these side characters. I would say is what I mean. Right. Uh, the whole Fitz plot, I could do without. Right. And unfortunately, it just it brings so much of the book down, in my opinion, you know, but well, because it, yes, like, it is a main thrust of the book. Unfortunately, right. it's the villain who's working with the real villain. It's the kid. Uh, you know, I see dead people. So here, let me help you, Ghost Dresden. Another convenient thing. Right. And and yeah, and inexplicably, somehow everyone has decided this is. McFinn and Tara West lost kid and he's going to come back. And I, <laughs> and I hate that because not only is there nothing to support it, it's like, why do you want that? Right. But, but that's, that's not, that's outside. It's not stuff. that they want it. They just think that there was a checkup. No, gun people that want fired. People very much want, because okay, they want the they want to come back because they want the curse to come back. Cause they want Dresden to have a fucking demon werewolf on his side in the end days. 
which is going to happen, but let it happen, right? Like, yeah, you know, it, like, honestly, all we need, all we need is either listens to wind or um, river shoulders to just show up inexplicably with an extra werewolf and be like, this is so-and-so. That's it. I don't need an extensive backstory. I don't need to know what the kid's been up to for 25 years. I need him to show up as an ally. Like, you know, there are so many moments where you can, you can shoehorn that in as, as basically like a callback or an Easter egg or whatever you want to call it. That doesn't require us to sit down for three chapters and find out about the kid's life. You know, like I, if it's interesting, fine, whatever, but the dude's been living in the woods. So like, unless he struck out early and started doing, you know, some kind of vigilante forest defender thing, I, I could take I, it or leave it. It I definitely think it doesn't would be have nice be if for once one of these kids so. we find, like we find out he just died. How about that? Not everyone can make <laughs> it out. Not everybody should be making it out to come back later. Every once in a while, some of these people can die off screen and it's just, oh mm. shit, that happened. Sorry. Don't yeah, which characters to just throw them away. Right. I was going to say, like, it, it's true to life, but it's not necessarily true to fiction, right? Like, that's, again, just wasted effort. Like, Fitz could just die off screen. That'd be fine by me. Right. But... That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But Tara West kid or whatever, like, you know, that would just be a waste because it's like, what did it even matter that she was pregnant for? Like, why did you waste the ink on that then? You know, I mean, there's no confirmation but... she was pregnant. It's only because of the, the curse. Well, no, it's only because Did, his I name, she it's, said it's only because his name means bastard. Yeah, I think she does hint that she's does she? pregnant at the end, but I don't I remember so. for sure. Well, I thought because like, the curse, like uh, when the the Luther curse, the curse on the family bloodline for forever, and so it's like they were going to procreate, but it's possible that the whole thing was broken because uh, Dresden, being a wizard, might have broken it with all of everything. There, I, I don't remember. I, there being I thought this was team. one of the ones that it like it went on to cousins or whatever, and that's why that was the jumping off point for discussion about the archive later on uh, and how that would work if if there was no direct bloodline. But I'm pretty again, this is full moon, so fucking right. <laughs> I can't be asked to remember it, but as well as the others. But I'm pretty sure this one was the curse would endure and would find a way throughout the bloodline, however it had to. Yeah, it depends. But there, I there was only the hint because of the curse and. I guess because Fitz's name means bastard, but it, it, there was no confirmation that she was pregnant that I remember. Therefore, people are just kind of like, it, it, the idea of a Chekhov gun that didn't fire just like... Uh, when oh, Michael yeah, no, this is phrase. complete leaps and... Yeah, no, it's... Right, but the word we put in Ghost Story. If I'm being as I'm fair gonna, as possible, I can live with the bottom of C tier. But... I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna blow your guys' mind. Let's let it grow on me. I would. I would be happy with high C or low B. I well, and that's where. So I was looking around C plus, right? So I was where I wanted to okay. start is like because that gives us a tier to look at. Do we do we think that it's worse or better than Blood Rights, for example? Because that's the bottom of B tier. I yeah, know what you I, think. I think it's, I think it's worse <laughs> than Blood Rights. Yeah. Okay, Andreas, you. I think it's worth Deathmask, though. That's why I said the bottom of C tier. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think it's better than Summer Night, but that's a. <laughs> All right, let's let's be productive here. We've we spent twenty minutes of the episode arguing about Summer Night already. So, yeah, I'm fine with a with a high C. So, would you really would you rate it above 
White Knight because Cody's going to kill us. Well, no, I think <laughs> so, we put White Knight too low, perfectly uh, honestly. So, I no, I think it's where it should be. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I think it's better than White Knight. Yeah, I think I think it just just to give another reference, right? I think it's important to understand, in my opinion, that despite the fact that we have to stack rank these, and if we had to put them on a shelf, one of them's going to be eight slots down past the other. But in my opinion, if we were to put like percentage points to this, right, because that would be what your score would would look like if you're doing S through F, whatever. I mean, the difference between some of these is like uh, within a single percentage, right? I'm not saying like, you know, White Knight is, is immensely grossly worse than Grave Peril just because it's in a C tier versus the B tier or whatever. It's just kind of where they wind up ranked, you know? Mm -hmm. Um but when you got to rank them and you got to have a bottom three or whatever it looks like. So this is what we're talking about right now, though. Okay. Is that, I guess, is that I what know. we're doing? It feels, it feels blasphemous in some way, but I don't know. This feels, right? you're right. It does. It should be lower. Should <laughs> yeah. Be lower I'm just like, I don't know if I can point, like, do I enjoy blood rights more or less than ghost story? I don't know. The same thing right. as when we were like, right. is turncoat more or less enjoyable than deadbeat? I don't know. Do, should we do that? Would that make people more happy? I don't know. Do you like White Knight better? You personally? Okay. Sure. I, I like to Death me, Mask. this makes nobody happy, no, which is I okay. Like, so. I like Death Mask more than both of them, but if we're resigned to having that at the bottom and this has to be in the middle, I can live with that, I suppose. Let's move on. I'm, I'm, when I'm in C or low B, I'm happy. With <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that all? <laughs> Well, we got to compromise. Otherwise, we're going to have 25 episodes on, no, you know, 10 books like we did once upon a time. All right. So I'm I'm going to leave it there for now. We're good. We're good. We or at least it later. We're yeah. acceptable for okay. the moment. Okay. So now we're in cold days. F. S. Tier. F. S. Okay. Andreas. A or Lois. So hold on. Are you. Okay. So we're all saying S is in super, not F is in fuck that book, no, right? Yes. Yeah. in I love Cold Days. Send it to the top. I would put Cold Days above Turncoat and Deadbeat. I love that book. I I think I I'm inclined to agree, but I could live with it if it was between Turncoat and Deadbeat. I do like it more than Deadbeat, pretty unequivocally. I don't know. It if is I like not it better than Turncoat. It could be better than Deadbeat. Yeah. I don't it, know that I agree with that either, though, because, you know, the Battle of Sicily and, you know, T-Rex and everything. But I really like Cold Days. It, it was what we needed after Ghost Story. Like, I'm sorry. It, oh, yeah, it, I, it launched right into the action. We got a lot of an amazing shit. We got a new outsider on and on. Like it's My really thing with Deadbeat is I think it's good all the way. I think it's a pretty solid book, but I think it's back half is a is that much better than the front half as opposed to Turncoat and Cold sure. Days, which I think are pretty equal all the way through. So I think from the point where Dresden is essentially going to the, maybe a little before, but is the point where Dresden goes to the bar to become a warden through the end is up there with everything in the other two books. But I think the first half is not as strong as the other two books all the way through. Okay. That's I I feel like that's a great argument. I'm I'm a add to this, believe it or not. 
Cold Days is better than most of these other books because Mac talks. Don't talk, Harry. Shoot it. (laughs) Like, wait, huh? (laughs) So when Mac's like, diplomacy has set sail. It's time for action, you know? But... I I'll live with it. I I, I really like I, Deadbeat, but I also really like Cold Days. So, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I, Turncoat, I I'm not sure if I like Cold Days more than Turncoat, but I'm I, that that to me is like one in one A. So I don't yeah. really care which order it is. Right? Yeah, it's it's definitely tough. Like again, I think Turncoat got solidified as being part of my top three long before Cold Days even came out. So I probably just had never sat down to like have them duke it out and figure out which one's which. Um, Cold Days ending again is fantastic, especially because he's just completely useless, all things considered. And then it has one of the greater twist endings, in my opinion, because the whole time he's like, he's literally fucking naked, covered in mud. And he's letting the mantle take over. And you're like, what is he going to do to get out of this? He's got nothing. And then he's like, mad, 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 I summoned thee. And you're like, what? <laughs> you know, so just... And then the further twist with Molly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. But like, even in the beginning of, of Cold Days, it was like, he has the training montage. I was going to say, that's got, both, that's got one of the better opening lines, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Princess, Princess Bride reference. What is that? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah. And his birthday sequence is sort of cat sif. Oh, my God, I yeah. love cat sif. Thomas comes back, and he's snarking off the whole time. Red he cat. takes over the wild hunt. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And Vatarung, we have the conversations. With, with, we get to meet Kringle, and then Vatarung. And then he has, got, like, mm-hmm. summons... Mother Winter gets pulled into that cap. This book is amazing. Yeah, we get the it, we get the Gates and Rashid, and we get more Rashid, which everybody yeah. loves. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, okay. if if we want to put it at the top, that's fine. Like, I, yes. That's that's okay it with is, me too. It is ah! where it belongs. <laughs> I was going like to say I'm I, okay with turning out ahead of it. I really, I, like I, I still think it's better than Deadbeat. I I also really love Turncoat. This hurts a little bit, but I think. I, I need to surrender to reason on this one, you know, like, so. Uh, Andreas, do you have a, a strong objection or are you okay with I don't it? know. I don't have a strong objection. I just, I enjoy Turncoat more, but I really like Cold Days. So no strong objection. It can go there, I guess. It's, All right. it's fine. So keeping a good thing rolling. Part. Yeah. Skin game. Also fantastic in my opinion. Yeah, I think I would probably yeah. put that one more in the in the A tier. Um, no, it's a it's above okay. Goldies. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So let's just restructure this. I'll start dragging these all up into the S tier because we're we're the Dresden Files podcast, right? But at, let's <laughs> relative to every other book, that, like Skin Games is in one of my top three books. Yeah, it, well, it's I only been in my top just... three as well, but. I think it's probably more like my top five, but yeah, I mean, it's up there. It's, it's one of my top three, but I don't think cold days had previously made it. So that's where I'm like, I got to reevaluate a little bit. I think, I think it's better than small favor for sure. Yeah. No, if, if, if it's in a tier, it's the, t- it's ahead of those two. I sure. agree with that top of eight. Um, but I, I gotta be honest. I, I suppose now if I'm reevaluating, if I have to make the same, argument for skin game i could make the same argument for skin game 
over Deadbeat for the same reason I put Cold Days and Turncoat ahead of them because all the way through, I think it's stronger. Sure. Um, I mean, I understand why Deadbeat's in S tier. I understand all the moments, but like, I I could be convinced to bump that one down to the top of A tier and bump Skin Game up to the bottom of S tier if that's. I'm with you. Yeah, I I understand. So. I think I mean Deadbeat that. is just Deadbeat is just literally iconic though is one of the main hesitations yeah. there like regardless of everything it's what a lot of people are going to know about Dresden Files before anything right it's so also it I mean Deadbeat is still he's still doing the noir thing there's still dead bodies he's still trying to figure out who killed somebody it's back to the detective it's one of the last ones and he's really doing that right I mean, Turncoat, I guess, being the other one when it really and is the we end can of all it, be happy that it's one of the last books he does done. <laughs> like, I don't need 15 books, 16, whatever, 70, how many we are on a, with murder mystery noir. I guess some well, point, the like, problem is now it really doesn't fit as much yeah. anymore. Like, right. he's, well, and it's changed things. Right, right. And I was going to say, like, it's not the last book that he does that because Proven Guilty has quite a bit detective stuff as well. In my opinion. But it's so, Turncoat. Yeah, and White Knight, obviously. Yeah, Turncoat. Yeah. Is, I'm, but, saying, it, I'm, I'm happy we evolved. Like a, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Ghost, Ghost Story tried, but to me, Ghost Story was like, well, we, we've done that. We don't need to rehash that. Yeah, right. Yeah, Ghost Story where he's solving his own murder. Like, I don't know who done it. Who, well, I mean, who like, again, me? that. That's fine in concept, but it's just, it fell short. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I, this feels wonky to me, but I can't, I can't argue with that. I don't want to kick Deadbeat down to the A tier. There's no rule that right. we can't have four S tier books. No, there's not. You know, but I mean, we're making we're up the, the rules. Kids. Podcast. In the end, we love these books, especially right. the laters, except. Peace talks uh, because he gets really good. He's a good and, and the world they like we're very invested, right? So, and the action the is so good are... in Skin Game, and Harry is so clever. Like that's the stuff that Michael. really gets me. Yeah, get it. Getting Michael the being. This is what level twenty paladins look like. I am literally right. in hell <laughs> fighting a fucking Even fallen before angel. That. And before you, you know? get to see how clever Harry had been with the um, game over thing. Harry was just allowed to be as annoying as fucking possible. Right. <laughs> to Nicodemus. And then even just the moment of, of uh, Mab bartering away Harry's time to Nicodemus and then bouncing his head around an elevator. <laughs> yes. yes. I love the yeah. bouncing his head around the elevator. Every book Mab is oh. in, Alex has just got to be like, oh, and Mab did this. Yeah. She, yeah. If anyone's simping for Mab here, uh, that, that, that's, that's Alex. She Mab likes and homeless Molly. She's foot. got, you know. Seven foot tall naked. women with high heels and also broken women. I'm starting to get a picture, you know. So, but anyway, moving off from that. So, talking about Michael, I mean, in nominate day, Nicodemus, I've come to face you and just like, yeah, we'll reconvene later, right? You know, like, it's cool. We don't have to do this now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just, it's, it's too good. You get Uriel, you get Mab, you get. Harry being clever a, a couple of ways. Like, obviously, he gets really good advice from Kringle, but... Um... Right. Yeah, and you get <laughs> you get the Underworld, you get Hades, you get uh, yeah. Goodman mm. Gray. Yeah, who, get... Oh, I oh, gotta be honest. I mean, general. 
I like Gray, but I don't think he's been any. This was his strongest book. Like since then, he's either just his short story never impressed me, and what he did in Battleground was not enough. He was just kind of there for a cameo. Gray. Is that yeah. uh, is that what you were saying? Gray was like, that? yeah, okay, yeah, sure. So I, I would enjoy seeing him more later, but I, I, I'm afraid he's going to kind of get relegated to. Um, I think he's replacing Kincaid. Well, to Sonya levels, where it's going to be like, oh, he's a great character and I love him, but he's going to be shunted to the side and kind of used more for the jokey stuff, and then eventually overshadowed just, by somebody. I'm just so ex- more excited. I'm so much more excited when Sonya shows up than Gray, but and we've known him longer. So well, right. no, but I, I I wouldn't argue with that either. I'm much, but that's what I'm saying is Sonya's been shunted in favor of you know the shithead, and I'm afraid Gray is probably going mm-hmm. to be a little more in that like oh side jokey jokey, and then somebody else will come along and they'll be the more important one. I I would disagree to the extent of what happens in Battlegrounds, though, right? Because Sonya very clearly, in my opinion, is not relegated to a jokey side character. Um, he is humorful, especially for a Russian and whatever, but I don't think he's been, you know, relegated in any kind of way. But what I was also going to say for Goodman Gray is it's probably a good thing that he's the leading candidate for the spinoff series then, right? So I don't think he's getting relegated anywhere either. Um well, well, we'll I, see that is a kind out. of relegation because like, if it's his own series, then you know it's only going to impact this so much, especially if it's written after sure. the fact. Right. Is, it doesn't mean I'm going to mind it necessarily. It could be a good series, but yeah. Well, I think I think one of the things that we'll probably start seeing, like this next book, maybe not so much, and Mirror Mirror, not so much, but it's like the final couple of books, right? We're approaching that you know, level 20 big apocalyptic trilogy, like, I don't think he's going to be carrying his mortal allies very much more, right? Like, it, it's possible that Murphy was the end of that nonsense, right? And so you've literally got, like, the knights, the immortal shapeshifter, fairies, and whatever else that have to come with them because everybody else is going to get laid out, you know? Like, you have fought a titan, she smushed gods, who is fit to, <laughs> to carry on from there, you know? Like, uh the alphas yeah right exactly <laughs> like they they couldn't stand up oh, to well, the negotiate yeah, they've alone. already been relegated yeah. they're they're yes. gone. they yeah. have a kid and they're just kind of maybe that kid will grow up and do something i mean you're it's very possible that you're still gonna see you know marcy and um and andy still right since yeah that doesn't they're tired to maybe because that means i'm going to but... see more of the shithead and that doesn't make me feel better <laughs> Always the shithead butters. Is that what you're saying? So, yes. <laughs> parquet. I'm gonna start calling him parquet because I can't. Yeah. Really, and, I in that case, his presence in skin game makes that like you know we we need another tier right below changes. Then so just for no, that. I mean that's I'm I'm I will happily bump skin game behind turncoat because of the butters. That that's I will I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, I was sneaky though, so I was going to bring attention to that. So I I, I moved it up behind. Yeah, you know, I, I think I, it's probably better than Turncoat. I would even bump so. it up. I would even put it behind Deadbeat because that's when the last time Butters was any good. Because <laughs> Poco will never die. So yeah, and when he was scared and not self righteous. Mm-hmm. But it's well, the door is I ajar. Don't, I don't really. I don't really. As long as it's not ahead of Cold Days, I I really I'm. I personally would put Turncoat ahead of it, but that's me. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have a really love Turncoat, but 
Skin Game is just so good. Like, I think Skin Game is like Turncoat's big brother, right? Like, all the stuff that I like about Turncoat is better in Skin Game, right? In Turncoat, the, a, a lot of the reason why I like it is because Harry's being clever. In Turncoat, you have Harry subcontracting the, the private investigator to get pictures of who is working for the Black Council and all of that stuff. He he mortals them to death, right? He, he, he like low techs it, you know, compared to, I, you know, what I, the wizards I, I were think, expecting. I think they're pretty even. But, I would, but I, I would put the final fight in Turncoat ahead of I mean, even if I didn't hate Butters, I think listens to win versus Shag Nasty after Harry did all yeah. he could and still couldn't take him down is far better than Butters, you know, again, the ineffable plan, catching a hilt and getting a lightsaber. Right. So the well, ending of Turncoat is better know, than Game, but the middle of Skin Game might be better than the middle of Turncoat. But it, it also kind of depends on like what you're what you're calling the final battle, right? Like, sure, Nicodemus is you know a big deal and whatever, but like to me, the big battle of Skin Game is the vault, right? And and Harry and Michael make that look effortless, you know. Like it's they don't even hardly break a sweat, in my opinion, you know, comparatively. Certainly, the stuff with Nicodemus being tricksy and he roughs up Murphy and whatever, and Butters gets the hilt. Yeah, okay, that's all there, but like they bury Lashiel because she's arrogant and stupid, <laughs> you know, like Harry literally didn't even break a sweat. It was like the Ariana duel all over again, where it's like, yeah, keep talking, keep slinging fire. I could do this all day. You know, like I, I know what's going on. Yeah. Um, My problem then, is some of that gets undercut because of the way Harry talks to Asher about it. Cause he doesn't, he seems to forget what he went through and what he used to view things as. Mm. And I feel like he definitely could have tried to, he would have failed, but he definitely right. could have done a lot better making his case. And then the fact that the Genoa salami, we find out, I mean, it's not skin games fault, but we find out he gets out later and that pisses me off. Yeah. I, so the, I think the points must be in circulation. I just kind of assumed that there's some kind of back end dealing where that, you know that's fine so, the coins yeah. can be i'm not saying the coins have to stay down there forever but the actual right. physical being no right we we've seen your seal's coin holder die at, at twice this point yeah Already? but we don't know we don't know like because they're they are made of magic right like they're they're possibly up there with like negloshi right just in general so it's like we, we don't know what the rules are of the immortality there, right? Like, this isn't like fairies are immortal until they get stabbed like Tolkien elves, right? You know, this is like, you're immortal and we could blow you up and chop you into little pieces and then somehow you'll return Palpatine style. Sorry, I had to make that reference. I'm, I'm going to leave at the doors right here, so... <laughs> Yeah, so like, I mean, I agree with you. I feel like he was very much, you know, we should not have seen him so soon, maybe. And maybe it'd be nice to get a little bit more explanation than a throwaway line of, oh, P.S., he's back and he's pissed at you specifically. I mean, we're going to you know? get one. We're, of course, we're going to get an explanation. We just don't get it yet. Yeah, well. well that's, that's another the, reason P.S. Talks is going to be as far down as it is. Yeah, that's a big assumption. So, okay, so P.S. Talks, Battlegrounds. Can we do them as one book or two books? No, two in books. my opinion, it's yes. easy that way. No, yeah, it it is though. It is one story, so 
It is two okay. books. Then the first half of that story is an F, and the second half of that story <laughs> is an A, and now we can put it's it not... firmly at the top of C tier. <laughs> it's not an F. It's so. an F. No. You're telling me the Peace Talks was worse than Ghost Story. Yeah. It's worse I, than I do actually, I do actually I do actually hate Peace Talks more than Ghost Story. Yes. And it's worse than Stormfront. It might not be worse than Full Moon, if I'm being objective. Okay. See? It's not an F. All right. No, it's an F, but it's an F for diff- it's it's an F for personal like violent reasons. <laughs> sure. Violent reasons. Okay. I think it's a, you... if we split them up, I think Peace Talks is a mostly solid stories with obvious writing mistakes that is not acceptable at this point in an author's career, which it hurts me to say, but I, I don't know how this shit slipped through. And con- some continuity errors, and that's really unfortunate because it would have been a lot. That has to drag it down quite a bit. But mm-hmm. other than that, it's I like this. I like the story. It's there's also you know you can kind of you can feel that he had written one book, then had to split it into two and add some scenes. There's some disjointedness. That has not been there for a long time, which we talked about some of the earlier books. Right now, it's like, oh, this wasn't this book, and this wasn't this. This was, this was the same book. It's kind right. of that same feel. Yep. Peace talks is disjointed, but I don't think I have a tough time tracking. You know, like if if anything, I, maybe between the two books, I could make that argument because again, they're really the same book. But like, you know, peace talks isn't as disjointed as Great Peril, in my opinion. You know, like not not to me anyway, um, but it's you know you're not wrong per se, but it's I don't see it as like two separate books or the events taking place into two separate books just because it's a little bit disjointed, right? But yeah, I got to be honest. I think if we're if we're putting them together as two books, then I think that just makes the disjointed even worse because then you've got a book that on its own feel even if you don't think it's as disjointed as something as say Grave Peril, but then you've got this book where it's disjointed enough that you're squinting at it. And then it turns suddenly into, you know, Helm's deep. It's like, well, everything that led up to that had meant nothing. Basically the Thomas stuff is impactful to Harry, but in general, it doesn't matter to the world. Well, Um, it might with the events of battlegrounds. So, well, Okay, so but but that but that bringing up the Lord of the Rings thing like is is a really good example because that's what I was thinking right like uh, imagine imagine the end of the two towers and you know um, or I, I think it's not even as disjointed but like the scene that comes to mind for me is like um, when you know the the army of Mordor starts to march and you've got the, like the green laser goes into space right I think that's the end of like one of the discs if not one of the movies. But but to sit there, like, to me, that's what peace talks is, like, very literally, right? She blows a hole in the sky, like, in the castle, and then it, and then that's the end of the book. And then, you know, then it's time to go to Battlegrounds, right? Those are completely connected uh, stories, right? You can't just be like, well, it happens in the next book, so, you know, some of it has to stand on its own. Fine, sure, you betcha, but you, you couldn't, like, Lord of the Rings more than anything, because it's a saga it's like all connected there's no time skips there's nothing there's just only so much like unless you want to hold war and peace in your hands you know to make sure that you get the entire story all at once like they're one book Minus <laughs> that argument logistical almost, concerns. that's almost the whole rest and files then 
No, no, it's not even, no, it's not at all because each of the stories is encapsulated and follows his pattern, right? This one very obviously doesn't for, again, like I said, logistical reasons. Some of his editing problems or whatever we want to couch it as probably occurred just because like what we talked about, he, he had to take half of the book and move it over there. And it wasn't really a book and it wasn't written in his style because it's half of his book. We got like 20% of the story because of how his arc works, right? It's always the buildup. You might have a little bit of a climax in the middle where you're keeping people's attention and then it builds up. And it's like the last two chapters is where everything happens, depending on the book, right? You know, this one especially, because the, the last chapter of Battlegrounds is a freaking hour and a half out of a 15-hour book. You know, it's it's massive. Um, so their one story, just because logistics and real life and whatever. All that being said, you know, what came to mind just to get something on paper was like this. That's what I would do with it. They're right next to each other if we had a wide enough screen where we could do, you know, S through F and whatever. They're next to each other in the continuity, you know. I do think that Peace Talks is generally worse than Battleground since we're going to rate them somewhat differently. Um, I don't know. I think Peace Talks is... The problem is, I get, I get what you're going for there. I don't necessarily disagree, but for me, Peace Talk is like very low B to high C, if we mm -hmm. split them up, and and Battlegrounds is like very high S. I really like really? Battlegrounds. That that high, huh? I mean, I'm closer to his thought process. I'm just meaner to peace talks, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> I can't, I can't see peace talks rising above C. I can't. It's to me because battleground. Well, you it, like summer night though, right? So, you know, that's part yeah. of the problem. So for sure, because I, I, what I was going to say is like, how would you compare it to the to the rest of the tier? Well, obviously, you think it's worse than Summer Night. So. I think it's worse than Ghost Story and Death Message, but I do. I think it is worse than these. But mm -hmm. that aside, there's only so. So if I put them as two separate books, I think I, I think it suffers either way because I think if it's two books, then it's the deadbeat situation on steroids, where the back half is far and away better but even more so now. And so I have to, if it has to even out, then to me, it's more like Battleground is uh, mid B and Peace Talks is, again, I think it's lower, but C, it's gotta be in the C's. I happen to think Battleground's more like an A, like where it is. Mm -hmm. And I also happen to think that <laughs> Peace Talks should be the D's with the other two. But I guess we have to agree as to how we're going to, if we're doing it as one book or two separate ones. I mean, listen, I had to pay for both separately. So to me, they're separate <laughs> books. I'm sorry. That's what, if you're going to charge me twice, they're two separate books. I get the, I get the argument, but. That's a fair one, I think. Some of the problem is I think the book that we were waiting for was Battleground. We didn't need as much of peace talks peace talks didn't have the talking as much even as much as it had in battleground when they're on the castle that had more of the political maneuvering that i was wanting out of peace talks that was not there at best we got the 
a stare down between Vaterung and Faravag. I I really like I, I love the the idea he went he wanted to do with ah oh, it's political peace talks and he's setting it up yeah. and then yeah. battlegrounds I like that yeah. idea that he wants to do that in one book. I think the politics is the, the the same in the prequels. They're great in concept and they fell right to the they didn't execute not the way they should have not in peace talks anyway. Right, but I mean. When the Titan shows up and kicks Mab through a wall, that moment was wonderful. Peacock has this issue of there is that weird amount of bloat because he needed to add more to be able to make it a second book or a, two different books. But the moments that we do have that are interesting are very interesting. Like we get the corner hounds, we get some more information on the uh, Starborn even before Battleground, and we got the Titan. Can I see in chat Ebenezer, that uh, we're being, being asked about the writing mistakes in peace, peace Talks? I cannot remember them on the top of my head other than it was very jarring. Can anyone remember the specifics? Typos. There was, like, whether he had been to the castle or not previously when he had, and he said he hadn't been there right. before. Um, yeah. There was definitely con continuity. So that's the thing with the castle. He had been there before. Yeah, that's Well, there's right. the stuff with Ebenezer. I mean, this could eventually be fixed if it's if it is an error to being something wonky happening but you know when ramirez is, is talking about how you know the continuity between his grandfather going to talk to him first versus them later when they corner him saying that you know they had uh ebenezer i forget what the order was exactly but it was out of whack with the order of events later yeah i mean they corner him. the harry first or something but if if Ramirez had talked to him, and that's not true. All right, so it was. I mean, either... it was. It was to the point that people were speculating that either Ramirez or Ebenezer had been replaced. Right, right? So you know, like, like... So it's like... <laughs> it was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Slash is a problem, but I, I think by the time we get to the end of Battlegrounds, it's like okay, we understand the trajectory of these characters, but because of what was actually published at the time, we had those couple of months to really dig into it before we got Battlegrounds. There was a lot of stuff like, holy shit, did Eb get compromised? Is Ramirez compromised? What's really going on? Mm -hmm. uh, and probably as much as anything, like a lot of that just got glossed over by the the battle in, in the graveyard. You know, like a lot of those doubts became irrelevant because a lot of those characters aren't making it. So, you know. Yeah. And it was similar, um, that, like that conversation with the Wardens is similar to my problem with the conversation with Asher that I just mentioned. It's like both sides are being really stupid and they should know right. better. And Harry it's, it's essentially like, being done to speed along this particular plot line instead right. of letting it logically happen, which it normally does. It was it was very much uh, either a Lifetime movie or just some TV movie where it was like, we could totally resolve the entire plot of this story if we would just be honest and openly communicate like adults. But fuck yeah. you for digging into my sex life. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, really, Harry, you couldn't possibly see his perspective on this. Like, like if you flipped the script on this, if you saw him just running around behind your back with Laura all of a sudden. At the same time, like, Ramirez went there ready for a fight. He was he instigated it being a, something that Harry had to defend against instead of just like, would you please yeah. explain yeah, he definitely went there as a fight, and that's that was indicative of his lack of trust, in my opinion, which yeah. also is a big problem, you know, because you two have literally fought a duel against monsters together, right? Like, 
he Harry probably deserved a little bit more benefit of the doubt, but a lot of stuff has happened from then. And and it's not super outside of Ramirez's character arc because he's he's had these doubts since you know White Knight, you know, and there was Camp Kaboom and all of that stuff. That, uh, damaged him. Right. Yeah. It, he's not. Yeah, it, it's understandable, yeah. but yeah, both of them were wrong essentially. Right. Right. So, but and I, I wanted, yeah, I wanted to get resolved because Ramirez is one of my favorite characters. You know, like I like that there is another capable badass wizard that isn't on the fucking senior council that can watch Harry's back. So the fact that they've got this rift is problematic, you know, but just means the gets to come in. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, Harry doesn't have love triangles. He's got like love trapezoids where it's like, what the fuck is even going on anyway? So. Well, he and Mark Owen were, you know, getting pretty frisky, so. Pentagrams then, okay. Mm -hmm. Pentacle, exactly. whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's got. Yeah. It, no, okay. So <laughs> if if we were to split them up in any kind of way, I mean, Peace Talks, it's got some weaknesses, right? It's got some weaknesses from the craft, you know, from like how, how it was deployed. I Again, I give it, I give it some extra bonus points because we know what was going on at the time, right? But as far as like what made it onto the page and all of that stuff, you know, it's a we'll we'll apply the same rules as we did for like Last Jedi, right? It is a movie. What happens in the movie is what counts, not what happens in your interview. It's a book. What happened in the pages is what counts, not you know, not what you know, mm -hmm. real life and all of this other shenanigans, right? So let's let's try and contain that, right? Peace Talks is weaker. I don't think it's bad, you know, like just straight up. I don't know. think it's bad either. It's still like it's a later book. It's still, it is strong, way stronger written than some of the stuff we have in C and B and, and D. That's why I said like high C, low B. Um, I think. Yeah. I think that's an okay compromise, but I kind of want battlegrounds higher and, and yeah but and, i don't uh, know where higher like do i actually i don't know do i want it to be higher than small favor i don't know i want it to be higher than small favor i definitely think it's it's an s tier somewhere. Tell me on it. i i think it's better than proving guilty battleground is i do i don't know if it's better than small favor um but i could see why somebody would think so I mean, there are it's... some wonderful moments of Battleground that I, I really quite love. I mean, a lot of the, the battle itself, uh, it's trying to kill um, Rudolph and like the damage. Uh, Mab withstanding the the uh, blast of the Baylor's eye. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. to me, it's the a change. It's a changes, it's a changes level story and has a changes level impact. Uh, I think it's like I mean, if it was just me, it's not changes. We have a separate one just for changes. It would be, it's better than cold days, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, battlegrounds becomes a little tough though for me too because like a lot of these other books have other things that are going for them, and then battlegrounds has some of the best fighting in any of the books. Some of the best fighting, some of the best you know, blood like, reveals, uh, like love or hate Karen. It's a big impact on on you if you care about. Dresden's character. Uh, like, Dracul was a side plot. Like, mm -hmm. He shows up out of nowhere. He's super right. important in the world. 
Thresh and is a senior council member and a, a, a village person. River shoulders. All right, Mr. Dancy Pants. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, I and am, then, I of have course, partial to that because I, I like the idea of drag cool and what he's going to turn out to be. I, I listen, yeah. I, Mavra. I could actually, I mean, I was willing to put Deadbeat down into A tier, not that we have to, but um, I, I, I like Battleground more than Deadbeat, certainly. Mm. Right. Um, I like it more than Small Favor, I think. I don't know if it's better, but I think I like, well, that's the thing. Small Favor has got a lot of good going for it. Right. And, and so does Battleground. It's I mean, pretty good, you know. Battleground has a lot less of the issues that these fucks has. It has doesn't have nearly right. as many of the continuity errors, if any. Uh, it just has the, like... Jatoon! Mm -hmm. <laughs> Enya. It's pronounced Enya. <laughs> Enya. Jatoon! <laughs> that could at least, could that at least say... Could yeah. at least say it, like it's established almost anywhere else in popular media and in English, which is Yoden. Yeah, Yoden. Yeah, we're nope. we're at least culturally aware enough for that to get with. Yeah, we've all seen the, the page, first Thor movie. You know. Yeah, right. So could at least yeah, say yeah. It like that, but no, we got Yatu. Right. Yatu. Sorry, Marster, right. still love Bump you. It, it's it. Sorry, down to F tier. You're out. Yeah, right. <laughs> as far yeah, as far as that one particular thing and, and like grading on me, like only Stormfront I think hits that because you've got Johnny Marconi, you know, mm. so. Uh, those first three books are kind of rough, you know, while he's getting the feel of it and everything. And then, but yeah, Jotun. Anyway, um, Bubbles, you forgot the dog, you know, like I, as far as like heartstrings too, like Battlegrounds got it. So um, yeah, dude, that's not easy. Goddamn. I don't know if it's better or worse than Small Favor or Deadbeat. I think it's better than Deadbeat. I, yeah, easily. I think it's probably better than Turncoat. But like I said, like the problem is trying to compare apples to apples, right? It's like, man, the violence is so much better in this book. Some of the heartstrings are better. I think it's Cold Days where you get the whole, do you want to be my daddy, right? You know, no, that's like, good game. Mm -hmm. Is that skin game? Yeah, yeah. It's right so, after Michael. Waldo, so as far as like, yeah, as far as like feels go, like you know, the the carpenters getting taken out, you know, is up the, there. I mean, the battle of the bean that had, I mean, not just the violence and the combat and all everything, but like thinking like Titania and Vatterung and uh, 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 what the fuck am I? Earl King. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So all of them get flattened, and afterwards, right. Mab and Titania talking for the first time in a thousand years. Mab compliments her on kindness, and Titania talks to her of duty. And that just sounds so heavy. Yeah. <sighs> Would you go that high? Sure. That's the size I can get it. I will accept it. <laughs> Depends. Can, you got twenty dollars. <laughs> I can live with that. I am. I. I got to be honest. I am. I. I. I think now though we have to bump Deadbeat down. I. Me personally, I. I would put it down because I. I like Small Favor more than Deadbeat, and I think it's stronger. But I don't. I don't think. I think if we're. It's. It's. 
I think it's the four books ahead of it are that much stronger that I think Deadbeat. I don't think it's a sh- it's an insult to put Deadbeat even in a, if you want. I just to think Deadbeat is just like it's just a tier not above what's an A. But I mean, I don't think this has to be a limit to how much it has to be in this. I guess, but <laughs> but it is yeah, it's well, it's. Right, but again, it kind of like as far as think about it as as a line as well, right? So changes we pretty much put in front. I think I think there are some things that changes doesn't necessarily live up to some of these other books, but because it brings so much to the series, when you start reading, nobody is sitting here being like, "Oh man, I can't wait till you get to battlegrounds." Oh man, I can't wait till you get to ghost story. Oh man, I can't wait to. They were always like, "Let me know when you get to changes." So yeah, like, and and they're like, "What do you mean that's twelve fucking books down the line? What do you mean let you know? Like, do you have any idea?" Yeah, just don't talk to me until you get to changes. You know, Um, some of these other ones are just so good. You know, like in my opinion, Cold Days is solid all the way through. It brings a lot of fun to to the series. Skin Game is the same way. You know, I think Skin Game was just great all the way through. Like there are some slower moments where you've got all the planning meetings and who's going to meet who and who's eating the goats and all of that shit, like compared to like the later action. But when you get to the later action and you've got the duel in the in the vault and everything, game over, man, game over. You know, like it's, it's good. Um, Battlegrounds is is excellent in a lot of ways, right? I I feel like that it's it's heavy, it's thick, it's chewy, it's so much, but there are still, you know, those character and story moments that are important, you know. I just love Turncoat. I you know, reveal. So like I think mm-hmm. if if you were going to show somebody what you know the Dresden Files is, Turncoat would be one of the books that you could hand them and just be like, "This is Dresden," you know. Like I think it perfectly encapsulates his character. Is the short hand of saying it, um, you know? Like as far as like snark and being a wise ass goes, like Turncoat is up there, uh, especially even getting some of it from Ebenezer, but. Peace Talks, I think, is also a masterclass in the snark. Because, like, look, I executed my plan. And if you've been paying attention, no vampires were required, you know, uh, stuff like that. But I'm I'm happy with this, you know. I'm not, like, thrilled. I'm not doing backflips, but, you know. No, this, I mean, I still think we got to move Peace Talks, but. <laughs> it's still too high for you. I, I do, mean, I, I honestly, did. I got, I, I, it's. The highest I can go personally is behind White Knight. I think White Knight's moments, I don't like either one of them, but I think White Knight's moments far outshine Peace Talks comparatively. So because these are the same book to me, can can you remind me, the Peace Talks, do we get the the neighborhood scene or is that the beginning of yeah, Battlegrounds? As far as Peace Talks moments go, be, you right, essentially have, you have the corner hounds with him and Ebenezer, which is good. Right. Um, and then you have, as far as action goes, it's pretty much the uh, rescue of Thomas, quote unquote. And getting him to the island. So that has right. like, the, the, the theft of him from the castle and all the planning of that. So that's where you get right. to stare down with Batarung and Pharaohvax and the cantrip on Ramirez's cloak and shit. Um, right. And then that's when Ebenezer tries to kill Harry 
at the dock. Right. Yeah. The, the duel Lara, at the end is a big deal. Yes. Right. And Lara on the island losing her shit for no reason. Well, that's. I mean, it, it, she had a reason, yes, but she's also being an idiot. She's usually smarter than that. I also, I, I that scene, I keep laughing. Every time I have to read that scene, I laugh at it because all I can do is thinking of like her Naruto running with her arms behind her back, running up the hill, trying to catch. It's like, it just, it reads goofy to me. Right. Yeah. And then she gets like tripped up by roots and held in place. Yeah. It's just, it, it, it reads like, it reads like a cartoon. Yeah. Greatest. Well, the, well, the problem yeah, is like. This is another useless character, but that's a different issue. Yeah. I mean, Lara, Lara in Chicago would probably be more than a match for Harry, you know, depending on who's got initiative and that sort of thing. But like, the problem is like, I don't think Rashid would want to try to take Harry on the island, right? Mab no, wasn't all, sure that it wasn't going to be a um, stalemate. Yeah, no, I'm know, okay like, with her being so. incapacitated even <laughs> fairly easily. It just, right. they, those seems like more like imposing things and hers was kind of like, you know, like a wily e. coyote moment. I it just read that way. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, I get Now that you, I mean, that you, uh, you said that, Justin, is, I just had the thought that like, I actually like how how kind of clever of a plot, like, trick it is. Like, you know, the power-ups happen a lot in, in, in this world and for Dresden, and, and sometimes, you know, you can get a little, like, it's getting a little silly sometimes. You can have that thought. Uh, but it's, I actually like how it's like how how do you get dressed in a normal wizard to that level? It just makes it very specific to this plot of land mm-hmm. in a reasonable way, and mm-hmm. this plot of land is very plot relevant. Right. So I actually think that's that's actually a very smart way of making it more believable. Uh, I just had that th- had that thought when you said sure. uh, Map wasn't sure it would be a stalemate, <laughs> right? Is there anything we want to move around though? Are we are we okay happy? I'm I'm, I'm okay with it except summon is too high and battlegrounds not high enough. But I, I will take the compromises where I can get them. I think we have somehow compromised into being okay with it, all of us. Yeah, this is the okayest tier list we could come up with. So because I am I am looking at it and like I am starting to dissect some of the books adjacent to each other and and you know like you know, I I personally could see arguments like, you know, um, take White Knight, for example, the Duel in the Deeps versus the Scourge. Mm, those are not necessarily equal to me. Like, I love them for different reasons and that sort of thing. So, like, I could see Blood Rights going a little lower than White Knight, you know, um, just in general. Uh, again, the plot... Like, it's so important to White Knight, especially because it's like a detective thing. Like, there's great moments in White Knight. The book is comprised with great moments. It's almost like a J.J. Abrams movie. But when you sit back and you look at the plot, it just doesn't, it doesn't fit to me. It doesn't compel you, me, right? You did know, you use like, that as a compliment? No, God, no. That's, that okay. was definitely, yeah, that was definitely a, a whack at it, right? Um Elaine is great. Camp Kaboom is great. The duel is great. Like we've got great mileposts. Even I'm even okay with like the opening investigation and Murphy and, and Dresden catching Molly, right? It's great. But carry me through ca- catching the Scavis and not thinking it's Thomas and, you know, like getting from here to there is crap. <laughs> you know, right. like, and it, that was maybe too strong the chapter but, of explaining you know. it, but that's like the, the cat's pawness. And so this is the theater that everyone's paying attention to. And Lara is pulling the strings behind 
And so right. it's important and integral to what's going on. It's just, you kind of have to sit through it for a little bit. Right, right. Yeah, so to me, that's the strongest one that I see. But like, you know, all four of us are not entirely happy with where things wound up. So like we could do another episode of refining it if you really wanted to. But I think this would be okay. I think, you know? I mean, it's the sign of good compromises so. that nobody's happy. Like, or, or unnecessarily <laughs> unhappy. Yeah. So it's you know it's fine. It's it's something we had like we all four of us have to agree on. So nothing there is going to completely represent any one of us. It represents all of us, and I think it's I think it's pretty decent. I, I'm not vehemently against anything where it is. I think E.G. is probably the one who's having the toughest pill to swallow with uh, with peace talks. Yeah. <laughs> especially especially with you saying you're okay with it, even though you've admitted the highest it should be is the low B. Yeah, but it's like it's it seems Justin is like seems like he very much thinks it should be higher. Yeah, if, if this is what we have to do. settle on, uh, it's not going to kill me. <laughs> I mean, come on, Ghost Story didn't make an F, and we thought for sure. Like, <laughs> it's really grown on me, Ghost Story. Yeah. Every time I reread it, I'm like, I like it a little I more. I think it does matter. Were you up to date with the books and waiting for Ghost Story, or were you able to zoom past it? I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it also matters if you were listening to to the audiobook. I don't know. I was or... <laughs> I I picked up this series to the point where when I was reading changes, either Ghost Story had just come out or it was not far off. So I I'm one of those people that hates Ghost Story and didn't have to wait on a lag. So it didn't I didn't have to me. wait long either because yeah. I think well, I kept caught up to go, to changes and then three four months later Ghost Story came out. When I yeah, I was going to say, Peace Talks is the one you can make the argument for, where I had to wait all this time, and it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't have to, I could zoom all the way straight through to the cold days, and therefore it was just, it was the rest it needed to be, and I'm on to the awesome book, and it was only a couple months away from Skin Game, so I had no issue with it. Okay. All right. If this is what it, it has to help. be, then this is what it has to be. I'm not going to keep Every... arguing with it. What a great episode. Everybody's like, fine, I guess. I guess I still love the Dresden Files. Although I got to be honest, we better, you better get me on the record to call this now because I have to look at that at the top of B tier and go out and shovel 10 inches of snow. You better call this episode now. This is why you have whiskey for after. That's, that's not, it's only going to dull so much of the pain. That depends on how much whiskey. I've got plenty. I could easily forget that. Well, no, I can't. I don't really ever get that drunk. But you could. I don't want to. That's not fun. I'm not. Okay. I'm okay. You've grown up. You've had a birthday. You're more. I wouldn't go that far. Now. I'm just old. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you from experience, Tiger Bomb. So you know. Duly noted. Yeah, if you got any. All right. Uh, that that was the the book tier duo episodes. Uh, and next next time we're. Uh, I think we were hoping that people would send us questions and we would talk about that. Yeah, yeah we were going to do that. Yeah, we were. Well, there you go, people. My, we have my, uh, some you have two weeks. Some... Cody's like, why is White Knight so rated so lowly? Why do you hate yeah. me so? Why are we going to fight? Those are his questions. The fact so, that he thinks White Knight's better than Summer Night is disqualifying in and of itself. Yeah. Okay. I that'll be the next next episode. We'll get you flown out to you know. His state, and uh, you guys can fight anywhere. 
Wait, he can you lie to me. I'm on. We're the thing. ones. We're the professionals. We're the ones that got to go meet the fans, not the no, other way. Like, screw <laughs> that. You're the loyal I'm, fan. You're the fanatic. Fanatic. You, you come to me. <laughs> You're no, gonna we summon all, him. We all go to Dragon Con, and we might get one podcast listener to come by. Yes. Or we're sitting there waiting. If we're lucky. I already know who it would be. All right, so. people, think of your questions. Go pay us $2 and come ask them. <laughs> yeah, ask us the questions. We'll, we'll like, tweet, you can ask us anything. That. Whether we respond to every question is just up in and the air. Understand, if you ask something stupid, I will make fun of you. He'll answer it, too, though. By name, <laughs> if I have to. Yeah. All right. Uh, 